Hello and welcome to Platonic Life Mates. My name is Melissa. I'm Whitney. I'm so excited to be recording with you, Whitney. I know, it's been a while. I know. We took a little break. Gotta get refreshed. You came and visited me. Did. We did nothing to do with the podcast. We no. made 13,000 t-shirts and it was a lot of fun. It was. It was a good time. Uh, had some good food. So we don't have to go back as far as the last time we set up a recording. But how's your past uh, week or two been, Miss Gilberto? Mm, it's, been, it's been all right. I don't even... I'm like, what day is this? Um... <laughs> Things are fine. Things are good. We, uh, the kids are in full-blown summer mode, so they, uh, I no longer am watching them constantly all day. Joey, like, takes them to playgrounds, and so the house is quiet for a while, which is very exciting. I don't know. I've, I've seen some Marco Polos of you and your translucent skin out in the sunshine. It makes me I nervous. Know. I know. I will. I'm like, I'm outside. I've been out here for three hours. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Happening? <laughs> I don't know why kids love being outside so much. I don't know how they don't yeah. melt. The other day I was taking oh, the trash out, and I was just like, I was literally walked out to the garage and came back in, and I was just like, <gasps> it's so hot. <laughs> and they love it. They're like, will you go outside? I'm like, no. No, you cannot. No, well, they have like a splash pad or something, don't they? But yeah, they have like a a splash pool pile, uh, I can't talk splash pool and like a sprinkler will set up and stuff but well, that might make it more I mean I guess if I was running in that it'd be fine I am not I'm like sitting <laughs> under a giant umbrella with a sun hat and SPF 2000 like reading a book and they're like mommy mommy come play with us I was like no I don't I don't run in water it's not what happens when you're 35 might be cooler though like cooler temperature wise not like street cred cooler yeah for like two seconds then you're just wet i don't I don't like being just wet that's not my thing you just keep running through it then no this is no this is not what's happening uh, yeah. <laughs> that that reminds me of like when you go to like the zoo in, in the summertime or anywhere in the summertime and they have those like misting areas where you like walk through it and it like mist you and you feel i feel gross because then you just after you go through that then you're just like really sweaty because it just gets yeah hot. you're just like oh that was great for the two seconds i was in it and as yeah. soon as i'm out of it now i just am like moist this mm-hmm. is not great yeah so spending a lot of time outside um and trying not to melt i think everett i thought he had cracked my uh, my orbital bone but i think oh my god me a, i think he just gave me a bone bruise so <laughs> do you have a black eye um i do have a little bit of black eye it's a little swollen it just hurts and this happened Sweet. days ago and it's like i can't even like lightly grit touch it like putting my contact in to touch that area hurts but oh well we need a picture to see your black eye like that's pretty cool I mean, it's it's not like a it's not like a really good black black one. It's just like mm. slightly discolored. It just hurts. And I was like, did you do I have like a hairline fracture? Maybe no. I think it's just like a bone bruise. Um, so they're abusing me. And uh, you probably deserve it. I mean, probably for something. Mm-hmm. Well, I might not make it out of uh, of the summer unscathed. That's okay. Yeah, but nothing exciting i went to the neurologist today i think i'm gonna end up trying botox for migraines for migraines they don't put it in any like good places that are helpful 
I mean, could they just finish off the vial? Like, you have to use the whole vial. So could you just do a couple, like, touch-ups, too? Yeah, like, like, can you go right between where my eye, like, between my eyebrows, where this line is? Can you hit that? They don't put one there. Just pop out, like, a 20 and be like, hey, so. Just a little bit. Was wondering. (laughs) But no, it's like all these other places. I was like, damn it, come on. I have this crater of a wrinkle down the center of my forehead. Mine's not down the center. I mean, it is down the center, but mine's like a horizontal one, and it's like off center a little bit. It's like more over my right eye than my left eye, and I just... (sighs) I gotta be one of those people that just stops smiling because it causes wrinkles, and I feel like that would help twofold. A, it would help um, my wrinkles from progressing, and B, like, I have some, like, awesome resting bitch face, and if I just stop smiling like people will really just leave me the fuck alone so i really don't see the problem with my idea mine is not from smiling mine is from scowling and squinting so (laughs) it's definitely not a smile line and mine is i guess mine's not a smile mine's more of like it's when i raise my eyebrows and like a hmm (laughs) yeah mine is i was like hmm i can recreate this create and it is scowling and squinting a (laughs) hundred percent well stop maybe you should, maybe you should smile more although i do have smile lines i have the parentheses on the sides of my mouth too i don't mind those so much but this thing is getting real deep real deep and I'm, i know and you and i have been i mean since for as long as we've known each other we've been like serious about like our moisturizer and like facial um sunscreen so like could you imagine if we yeah, didn't we would we would be grandma looking. So I'm, I need to like up my game on this this forehead crater. I don't mm-hmm. know what to do. Well, I did that plasma pin treatment like early or like I did it. Tw- I've done it twice now, and it didn't make a big difference. But I mean, it's painful. Ugh, no, thank you. <laughs> uh, well, but it made well, it made my- a huge difference in my like under eye like scrunchiness. Oh well, yeah. Well, the Botox for migraine is thirty three injections where and on like your head over it's like the front of your head your temples the back of your head down your neck it is all over oh Hmm. that's a lot of injections shit that's interesting there's so many things that botox can do besides just wrinkles too like i know like people get um botox injected into their armpits if they are like a like a major sweat sweating person i almost said sweater but like that's something you wear so um yeah yeah we'll see i don't know it takes when are you doing that oh okay it's gonna like be pre-approved it's really expensive i have a deductible plan yep so we'll see like what they'll even cover yeah and then like i have to pay a shit ton out of pocket and then well you can get some of it reimbursed from the company but i want to know how much how much i could get reimbursed and also how much does that take because i don't really want to put like fifteen hundred dollars on a credit card and then wait right like i so i don't know if i'm gonna fall through with it or not because i really don't plus like the doctor's visits like four hundred dollars for them to do this to you yeah so So you want to explore it a little bit more you know uh, so here's oh my goodness i don't i mean i know you and i had a conversation this week about election and stuff like that but i'm so frustrated with insurance in general right now that it's just and what's going on, like trying to eliminate benefits and stuff like that. But anyway, my, um, I think because my insurance premiums are so high because like I pay it a hundred percent out of pocket. 
So it's like 500 and some dollars for, um, I don't have vision because I don't really have like a major vision issue. So I just have dental and medical. And I think my plan, and it's like 500 some dollars, but it doesn't even cover um, my psychiatrist appointments. And those are $200 a pop. Yeah. And it doesn't cover most of my medicine because yeah. like a lot of the medicine I'm using are being used off label of what they're meant for. So then that doesn't get coverage and it's working though, you know? So I really think that, um, like I made a dentist appointment to get my teeth cleaned. And then I think at the end of the year, I'm going to get rid of this, like co- this insurance and just get like a, um, like a catastrophic insurance off of the marketplace as long as it's still there and then just like i mean you get like i get a physical and i just say fuck it for now like i'll maybe reevaluate but maybe i get it all done this year and then reevaluate because it's just (sighs) i hate spending that money and then to spend even more on top of it if it was covering the psychiatry appointments covering anything right not covering what i actually need so no i might as well pay less right at least i'd be covered if i had to go to the emergency room or, or right hospital stay but then that money then you could open like another saving account and at least put money into it exactly to cover right like i would rather put that 500 dollars into um something else for if i do like get the flu and i have to go to my 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 internist doctor or whatever you know what i mean like okay i've been socking this away and now this many because yeah i feel like it's still be still be right and that's what i feel like i feel like i'm literally like burning five hundred dollars five hundred it's like 536 a month and you know on top of that so i mean i go to the psychiatrist twice a month so that's like 400 plus medicine like we've switched medicine around but i know a couple months i was paying between appointments and medicine i was paying like 700 dollars a month plus the 500 that's insane so yeah i'm gonna get my teeth cleaned and then end of the year i made my i made my dentist appointment actually today um the first available is october 7th oh i believe it i know so i'm like thank god i didn't wait till the end of the year yeah i haven't even called like joey had one scheduled you know right when they were like okay we're doing it again and they're like nope sorry we actually false alarm we're not Mm -hmm. so he's got canceled i'm like i'm not even I'll schedule mine later. It's fine. Yeah. And I do need, I need to go to gynecologist just for like my yearly appointment, which I haven't had in like, I haven't had one since Michael's not been alive. So I'm definitely behind, but I was, I decided I didn't even want to go. Like my gynecologist was just like, just because like I didn't love her or dislike her. So I think, I think I told you this, I'm just going to go to Planned Parenthood with my insurance. Cause I mean, they need insurance paying customers too. So I was just like, fuck it. I'll just go there. Cause you can get in so much easier than waiting six months for a gynecologist appointment at a, like a office, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I probably have like less say over like who's allowed to look at my vagina because I don't think I've ever really been to a male doctor. It was up one time, but I'm kind of over. I don't really fucking care anymore. <laughs> the older the get, the less I care. I mean, you probably still have a say. Like, I'd like to schedule with a woman. They're gonna. Be yeah, like, oh. I'm sure they would. Yeah, because yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, it's just like vagina. I know. Like I remember. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I made me think this, but I remember in like college traveling for volleyball, and like a lot of times, like showering you're like try you're gonna be on the bus for six hours on the way home so you like 
want to shower so you're not gross uh and like as a freshman you're like i don't want to be naked in a room full of other people so you like kind of like cover and you don't take a quick shower you wait till the people leave and then like i remember as a freshman like uh, like upperclassmen saying like we all were like that as freshmen but like after like next year you won't care anymore and i remember like being like i still care i don't want like people looking at my naked body and literally like the next year i didn't give a fuck like i was so tired and just like wanted to get on the bus wanted to feel clean and fresh just got in the shower and left <laughs> and then like that year like the freshmen that were below me were like i don't want to get naked i like i remember that <laughs> girls don't worry none of us care no one no one's looking either like i don't give exactly. a shit like, like we're just all tired just go get clean it's fine. yeah especially if you lost you're just like you really don't care <laughs> Uh, um anything else new with you uh i don't know (laughs) i'm so tired today they had a tent up and i was like maybe i should get tested for covid because i'm so tired and i'm sleeping like eight or nine hours so maybe i'm asymptomatic but i didn't go get tested because the appointment took forever i got tested so not last week the week before and so people that i I have a couple friends who are nurses so obviously they get like tested more often and stuff but um my test was unlike anyone else i've talked to i got the wooden q-tip up both my nostrils and in my mouth like back of my mouth and everyone else is like i just got it up one nostril and i'm like i don't know Maybe your nostril was too dry and they had to go check the other one. But I'm pretty sure she scratched my brain. Yeah, that's what I hear from people who get tested. <laughs> I'm like, that sounds unpleasant. And you're trying to, like, be cool. Like, I've seen videos of people doing it. And you're like, I'm not going to be like that. Like, I'm going to tough it out. Like, I can take getting shots and blood drawn. Like, it doesn't bother me. And I'm just like, ah, you just couldn't. You just couldn't. Like, your instinct was to pull away. And they're like, well, yeah. hold on, hold on, hold on. And you're like, no. Like, not only does it hurt, it's also weird. And it's almost like the weirdness is worse than the hurt. Yeah, you're just like, I don't want this. In- no, no, no. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, so mine came back negative. I don't have the Rona. Yeah. So that's plus. Rona free. For now. Rona free. Because, I mean, there is there is a resurgence in the world right now. Well, no, not in the world. Only in America. Only in America. <laughs> because we just decided it was over. And because we decided. And... Uh, you have to make a political statement by whether you wear a mask in public or not. So, fuck us. Darwinism is alive in America. That's so unbelievable. Have you seen, like, some of the articles where, like, the EU are saying, like, they're going to ban travel from Americans? And you're oh, just like, yeah. I don't really blame you. Like, right that's fucking so. hilarious. You do not let us in your country at all. Because, because we're usually the one blocking people. <laughs> exactly. I know. I love it. I'm like, oh, hmm, I hope all like arab nations ban us because i think that would be just i do too just on principle just like get on the board with eu be like fuck them i just i would love it stupid americans i'm sorry iraq and iran have banned all and like the united (laughs) arab emirates have banned (laughs) oh that would be serious for like people like donald trump's circle like uae is like whoa for business that would be amazing the big jordan also has been like i just oh yeah i just think it'd be amazing I do like, too. Because y'all can't follow directions and you've decided that for whatever reason germs are now political. That's not how this works. I was asking um, Travis, was my friend I met when I was overseas and we I still talk to him every so often on Facebook Messenger and I said, like, honest opinion, like, you're not gonna hurt my feelings. Like, what is the general consensus of, like, what do you think about Americans? And he's like, no. And I was like, no, seriously, just tell me. And he like, like that, like, 
we're stupid and we've elected someone who's allowed us to distrust our media and how everything is a political statement from you like the masks to where you wear to like cars you drive and how you feel about weapons like and you know, you know he's like you know our political structure here is like volatile but he's like it's nothing like that though yeah. like oh yeah and like what they consider volatile is something like we would probably consider like euphoric and beautiful <laughs> just blows my mind i know the fact that we can politicize masks me- like public health and germs and virus like this is not you shouldn't be acting like public health officials and doctors are making a political statement and that's the thing it's not not like they're not not political people they're not elected officials these are people who are basing things on science and telling you guys this is what we know right now and maybe if they come out and say hey we've learned more and this is that's that's okay okay. that's what science is guys yeah and that's why like everyone was like they were protesting like dr amy acton and not the governor it's like She's, she's not, not the elected official. official. It's she's just pro. Fr- it's because she's a woman. Because they were they were protesting the the female governor of Michigan, and then Amy Acton here, not the male governor. Yeah, and, it's so frustrating. And that's the thing too. I guess, I guess I could see the whole like discrepancy in wearing a mask or not if like the majority of the science community like weren't in agreement. Like it was like. People were saying, like, well, maybe, maybe not. You know, it was half and half. And it's like you pick, like, well, what works best for you. But that's not what's happening. It's like these Karens and these Richards have decided on Facebook that they have more knowledge than the yeah. CDC and doctors because, um, you know, they just know more. And it's not. They just don't want to wear it. I know. You're like, if masks didn't work, Nurses and doctors and hospitals wouldn't wear them and wouldn't be pissed that they're short on PPE. Right. You, like, those are the people who have medical training and who went to school for medical knowledge. Like, yeah, you. Oh, absolutely. You dumbass did not. So then you go work in a hospital and don't have any of that stuff and get sneezed on and clean up bodily fluids mm-hmm. without anything covering your orifices to prevent those <laughs> droplets from getting in right then you go do that like well no. and like people claim like who have like who are asthmatic or have like some type of respiratory issue like oh it like hinders our breathing we can't no, it wear doesn't. it and that's been no, disproven too by like people like normal people not even doctors but like normal people have like worn uh what are the like the ox the things that go on your finger, the oxygenometers, yes. and like, your yeah, levels and- yeah, like this one, like I saw her do it, and she was, she's, um, she has asthma, and she put like a homemade mask on and like ran around, and like her oxygen was still like nine. She did it before, you know, like a baseline ninety nine. She put on a cotton, like a homemade mask, ran around, still ninety nine. Put on an N ninety five mask, ran around, still ninety nine. She put on like a respirator mask, ran around, still ninety nine. Like she's like. No, and I've seen several people do stuff like that outside of doctor, you know, medical experts saying, yeah. no, not it true. It doesn't hinder your oxygen. It also doesn't make you breathe in your own carbon dioxide. Like, I've no. listened to the one I've heard. I was like, then doctors and nurses wouldn't wear these all through their 12-hour shift. Right. They'd be dropping like flies. If it right. hindered your oxygen or if it made you breathe in carbon monoxide. Well, and people argue like, yeah, <laughs> but like dioxide. nurses, like the nurses wearing it for their 12 hour shifts is new. Like they like there's nothing that where people have worn masks for hours and hours. I was like, yes, uh, surgeons, is. 
Yeah. Like they're like surgeries don't last that long. I was like open heart surgeries to organ transplant surgeries. They do multiple surgeries a day. Yeah. And they're like some of those complex surgeries can last 16, 12 hours, 12, 16 hours. Depending on what type of floor you work on, you do wear masks. Depending on what patient you're, you do wear masks. Like, Mm -hmm. especially like, you know, like a, a you're dealing with like NICU, different Mm -hmm. types of patients. Well, like an ICU, like, sometimes you're just one patient. So if you had like a severely like yeah, compu- uh, immune compromised patient, like you're probably wearing your mask the whole time because yeah. that's your only patient. So you're like taking it off, putting it on, taking it off, putting like you're, yeah. So no, they, they've worn masks. It just hasn't been everyone wearing a mask all the time. It's been certain units, certain staff wearing masks all the mm-hmm. time. This is not a new thing. It's just not been to this level people are dumb and i hate them but yep well and and it has nothing to do with they have a respiratory issue or no. it breathing sorry i just i don't want to it's it's because their lord and savior trump mm-hmm. has made it a political statement yeah and i just and fox news has made it a political statement our mm-hmm. state media so, yeah, I just, you guys, stop politicizing germs and a virus because, like, this is one thing we should not be, the, like, the country should be coming together about this. Mm-hmm. Like, I finally posted a response to somebody on, like, my mom's thing of just, like, my five-year-old and two-year-old wear these. Right. They understand. Oh, like, your mom was hot about yeah. Kroger, a Kroger employee, like, oh, yeah. being a dick. And, but I, I was like on a different one. It was just like my oh, okay. two-year-old and my two-year-old can wear these. Yeah, can wear these without complaining. Now my two-year-old fusses because he's two a little bit. But no, like, he fusses even him because now, you tell him to pick up his toys. Exactly. No, thank you. <laughs> that wasn't an option. But like my five-year-old will wear it. Literally never has complained once. Understands it's to keep her germs to herself and to keep other people's germs away from her. Understands it's only going to be while we're inside a store reminds me to put mine on you know what i mean <laughs> yeah like, she can do this and she's five my two-year-old now is doing it more and like being better about it mm-hmm. and you oh. as a grown-ass adult can't wear a mask for 30 minutes to an hour while you're in a store because why because why like literally what hardship is this for you other than like it's an inconvenience it's a little hot for the first minute or two while you get used to it and then you kind of forget about it Mm -hmm. as you walk around like this is not hurting you this is not harming you this is to help other people and it also is to help yourself there was an article i was reading where two uh women who worked in a hair salon tested positive for covid they had been working at the hair salon before they knew mm-hmm. they had seen a total of 150 clients during this because during this period and they because that salon hadn't been open very long so they're like well fuck we've we've had this right like right um they tested the people who they had been in contact with because they knew exactly who they were <laughs> yeah all those clients because, you know, that's a rule. You must wear a mask and so must your clients the whole time you're there. Mm-hmm. None of them had it. Then that's the, that's like that, right? And who are you closer to than a goddamn hairstylist? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, you guys, these do work. Yeah. Like, you keep your 
keep your germs to yourself, wash your hands, just wear your mask when you're in close proximity or when you're in a public space where lots of other people will be, wash your hands. When you get back outside and we get you, then take your mask off. Why is this so hard? Why are you acting like this is such a problem? Because as a society. A five-year-old can do this. As a society, we're more focused on like individualism and our like individual uh, prerogatives more than like like socially, like what's better socially for society. (laughs) This also isn't a permanent thing that you're going to do for the rest of your life. Like, but but also like now thing, and it is a now thing. But also like I have no issue like remembering. Like as soon as when I'm walking out the door, I I look to make sure I have one of my masks exactly. In like the I have a special pocket in my purse so I don't get anything else in there in case it you know I mean before I wash it. And I look at that and it's there and boom okay we're good. Yeah right keys wallet phone mask right and actually I even have um I have a disposable mask from um my grandfather's uh funeral like we had a whole box of them and they're like not that we like people didn't use the whole box so i took a couple of them and i put like um one of them is just like in my uh center console of my car like just in case i end up somewhere yeah Yeah. i know it's just like this is not hard i know i even wear i even wear a mask um I just put it on and take it back off. But as, as when I, if I go like go through a drive through, like yeah, pick up my Starbucks, exactly. I put the mask on during that interaction. Exactly. It takes, it's it, like, it's, it's respectful not a big deal. to this other human to, you know what it says to the other person. I care about you. I well-being. respect you as a human. Yes. To keep my germs to myself because I don't know what you may have some underlying condition and Mm -hmm. I see you, I respect you to say, I don't know who you are and I don't know what your health issues are. I respect you enough to do everything I can to help keep you safe. That's all. Well, and people argue, people argue that, well, if you're scared and you want to wear a mask and just don't, then don't go out. Like if you're that scared. That's such a privileged statement. It is such a privileged statement. You can't just not go out. You have to work. You have to get groceries. Like also like a person has a right to, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to go to Target and grab my toilet paper or, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go pick up carry out. I, I'm mm-hmm. going to do that. I'm tired of cooking for the past five months. Uh, and like, it's I remember like, my I first time like walking around work. Target. I was just like, oh, <gasps> it was amazing. It had been three. It was with you. And I was like, oh, holy yeah. fuck, this is glorious. We're going to live here. <laughs> um, but that's such a privileged statement. There are so many reasons why a person cannot just stay home. Like, fuck you. You're an asshole if you say that. That's amazing if you never have to leave your house. That's great for you. People cannot do that. I mean, that that's to a point. That's me. But I also, like, I have to get out of my house sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I could I could not. Like, when we went on lockdown, I was like, fuck, this is no big deal. This is my life. No, it's not. Because maybe I don't, like, go out a lot. But I still, like, socialize outside. Like, walking the dogs and stuff like that. Or with, like, N- Melissa or Linda. And, like, that didn't happen. You're just like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. So, people in this mask business, I don't understand it. I I will never understand it. And you know, Mm-mm. there are things that I'm willing to like. I want to learn. I'll I'll listen to why you feel this is not one of them. Like this Mm-mm. is you're being a dick. You're being an asshole. You're being a selfish prick. 
for no reason other than that you're being a selfish prick and i can even see it like the like initial skepticism when they were like I remember originally, like, masks won't work. Like, exactly. See, and then they changed it, and you're just like, huh, but now it's okay. Like, I could see that skepticism, but now there's so much months. more data that exactly. says that. And it's like, no, this does. And honestly, I'm kind of convinced that w- there, wa- like, there wasn't, like, things that said, like, oh, masks won't work. We shouldn't have masks. I think it was they didn't want people to hoard PPE. We, we had to get that to professionals and then like we can wear homemade masks and i think that i honestly think that could have been part of it and that's okay i'm not mad about it it is what it is yeah i can see that too they're like well you're not out anyway guys Uh, yeah we need to get this to doctors and nurses because like they're gonna die yeah and like that's the thing too is i um I had an open bag of dusk masks from like sanding furniture and stuff in my garage. And like, obviously like I couldn't donate it anywhere. And I think I posted it on next door. Like if someone, and like a plumber, cause he was still like a plumber still like, uh, like, a you know, people's water stuff breaks. They have to go in their house and stuff. So he came and got those. Like this before like homemade masks were a thing. He came and got those dust masks. Like it's better than nothing. And I was like, oh, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. I'm like, they're open. He's like, I don't care. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Take them. Doesn't matter. I don't know. This mass business is out of control. It just blows my mind. And it's such a fashion statement. I love it. I get compliments. I know. You have your little sushi Sushi one. It's so cute. I get compliments on it today. I, I get compliments on one of mine. It's um because it's I don't know it's like a double entendre sort of. I have two of them. There's a it's corgis is one one and chihuahuas is on the other, and they're both like where the the animals are wearing scrubs with a mask on, and I'm like <laughs> it's funny. <Super> cute. <laughs> So there you go. It's just a way to have some fun. I know. And and there's no man. You know what? You should smile. You should smile. Come on. <laughs> Telling a mouthing for you to fuck off. You just can't. Yeah. I will say, like, when I initially started wearing a mask, like, when, like, wearing masks became, like, a thing, it's when I spent, like, a week or a little bit, like, in um, hospice, and I was wearing, like, a mask 24-7, and I realized, like, how much of my nonverbal communication comes from, like, smiling at people, because I'd pass people in the hallway and smile at them. Oh, I know, right? We'd both, like, and it just felt weird, because we both realized that we're just staring at each other, but we're both smiling at each other, like, hey, you know what I mean? We're in this, like, common shitty situation of being in a hospice, our loved ones are dying, and yeah, we're both just staring at each other, but we're, I can, we're, we're both smiling, but you don't realize that. Like, you're like, oh, wow, that's kind of weird. <laughs> I know. I'm like, you really, you got to smize, smile with your eyes now. You got to like, yeah. get it. <laughs> you got to, all right, Ira Banks. Mm, I know. You got to like, mm, really. Oh, uh, I think what's new with me. I don't know. I got my dogs. Um... Ooh, 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 I know something. I've been talking about, I've talked, oh, I know, I know. So, um, happened randomly. So, two weeks ago, um, I got in contact with this lady who has a retail shop on the other side of town. And um, I'm putting some of my uh, business stuff in her retail store. So, that's cool. So, getting that ready. And then out of the like kind of a roundabout way totally unrelated another lady contacted me and said like i'm opening like this shop uh would love to like see your stuff so i met with her last week and i took my like stuff and like to show her and she took most of my inventory and i was just like cool but also fuck because 
I, all I've been doing is getting stuff ready for like two weeks and she took most of that inventory so like now I'm scrambling to get like the first place the first place like I'm starting on July 1st and Ugh, um, yeah. oh I've been oh my gosh it's been crazy but it's cool like two retail shops like very small very very small uh area in the shop like it's not like a big deal but I'm still like excited about it so yeah, that's awesome. where I am right now um and the the second shop that took all my stuff, she um she wants a lot more variety of things I can do, um like a whole like plethora of things. So that's really exciting. So that's like a little bit more creative. Where the first one is just like some simple basic things. So I'm excited. Been experimenting. Um, I actually ordered uh stuff to make um uh like epoxy like the like with silicone molds and epoxy so i'm excited to try that and just see see how that goes that's gonna be my next adventure when i get caught up on uh stock <laughs> get to sewing i know and the thing of it is is like i'm i'm totally busy getting this stuff done until like the sixth and then after the sixth i have to get my ass in gear because you know what i haven't done what my taxes Oh, bitch. Yeah, you go behind. <laughs> and my taxes are frightening because I don't have, like, W-2s. <laughs> it's, like, all random, like, my own business and then volleyball. Like, it's all just a fucking cluck, clucker fuss of fustiness. I don't know what I just said, but I said mm-hmm. it. Good anyway. That. Yeah, I have a, I mean, I have a tax lady, but I still have to get all my stuff organized. I can't just be like, do my taxes. Yeah. I got to get all my receipts and all my mileage and all that stuff. So, um, so yeah, so, um, pray for me after the six, please send me some good vibes that I don't, um, cry, um, on the floor of my office out of frustration. (laughs) Um, cool. So maybe it's 33 minutes in and we should probably get onto our topic, which we haven't talked about at all. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Um, we are talking about june's book of the month so we read and this was a very hot book um of the season it came out a couple months ago so jessica simpson's memoir open book which is a really good title for a memoir and i'm surprised it wasn't already taken to be honest yeah Uh, like well honestly too i think it's also because she was very frank and like like even highlighted like her like like her like some negative things that she's done in her life and i think that makes it more of an open book where it's like sometimes people paint themselves in a better light than they necessarily deserve yeah no she was uh very open and very you get the sense she was very honest and Mm -hmm. yeah um if you haven't read it and you have been toying with the idea i highly recommend i really enjoyed this book and i recommend doing the audiobook because she reads yes. it. And it's so good yeah. when she reads it. And I will say, too, I think you and I were talking about this. Like, you don't have to be a Jessica Simpson fan to be, like, want to read this book. Like, I've, I don't, I mean, I'm definitely against the lady. She's fine. But I'm also haven't been, like, a, a, I've really never been a Jessica Simpson fan. But I still really, really liked this book. And it made me, like, appreciate her more than yeah, not just not being a fan. You know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't listen just, to her music. I didn't watch The Newlyweds. I didn't know mm-mm. much about her. Um, you know, she came out when Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears were out too. And, uh, you know, she, she was up for some 
similar things that they were up for. And, and yeah, and like she had tried out the for the Mickey Mouse and, Club, and they were both uh, like Justin Timberlake and Britney and Christina were all on Ryan Mickey Mouse Gosling. Club, and she and she wasn't. Yeah, she had like, she tried she out for it. it. And then yeah. um, she had another like audition and run in with Christina Aguilera. Yeah, so it's it's really good. So that that time, but I didn't know really much about her at all. But the mm-hmm. book is really good, and um, I have a lot of respect for her. She's mm-hmm. really open, really honest, and um, is like a really savvy business lady, and um, yes, has had some like serious bumps and fuck ups, and. Um, is really open about them and seems to have found her her way through all of those and has now settled into like a person that she's really happy with and um, but you know like and I mean that as her like she's found a person in herself that she's right really happy with like found her identity because I mean she started off so young and was kind of like I don't know. I feel like her like adolescence was stolen. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what were some things that you found that really stuck out with you in the book? Cause I have several. Um, hmm. So I guess I knew some stuff about her. Like I knew about, well, outside the newlyweds, I knew that, like she had that show. The only thing I really remember about the newlyweds was like, the clip of her eating tuna and being like, is this chicken or tuna? And they're like, what do you mean? Like it's chicken of the sea. Like that whole like kind of spoofy thing. Um, I guess, um, really understanding, uh, like her home life and how much as like an adolescence, like she was in charge of like supporting her family. Um, that was, that was disheartening. Um, you know, and I, I've, like, seen, like, I've read things about, like, her dad kind of being, like, not great, but just to, like, really, like, and from her, I guess, her perspective of, like, um, having to deal with that and the pressure of being the breadwinner, I think that's what she said, is the breadwinner of her family. And then also um, the, uh, you know, I were talking about this earlier, the, like, just, the just shitty, disgusting uh, with John Mayer and, like, how much of a, just, like, a d-bag he is or was and with her and just in general like that was i think that i think john mayer was just like why so like, i had totally why? forgotten she had dated john mayer until we were i did too i had totally forgotten yeah so and i always knew john mayer i was like i don't like john mayer john mayer is kind of a piece but yes reading this book it's so fascinating of like john mayer is a garbage heap the way he so he's very manipulative at least the way she yes. about him and and i think that kind of is consistent because like you'll you know you hear things about like the taylor swifts will say about him right mm-hmm. and and some other women that have also been involved with him like katie perry and, and things like that so um like he just sounds like a manipulative d-bag who uses women for like material for his arm candy music and you know yeah. like i'm gonna go back to you so in the book if you haven't read it he you know he dates jessica simpson after she divorces nick lachey she goes through a phase where she kind of dates several different men um you know john Mayer and tony romo and um a couple other a couple other guys because before nick she hadn't really dated anybody. and i would i know kind of happened but i would kind of blame that on this like what i consider like this toxic uh 
purity Christianity like culture that was like going on in the late oh, 90s yeah. like people like wearing their purity rings and like all these like with Britney Spears too like how much like there was an emphasis on like they're a virgin but we still dress them like these sexy revealing things but they're virgins and like so like yeah after her divorce like she like got to like, like partied and she like yeah what? and got to be like that 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 phase of life that she kind of had to skip over because well you can't have sex until you're married and like yeah so she's like okay well yeah I'm, like, it was a very non now. i'm gonna go it was a very not sex positive atmosphere and back in the early 2000s late 90s oh. and i like so i don't think i don't i guess what i was trying to say is i don't because yeah she's dated around and like had other people like i'm not like judging her for that like no yeah that's what you're supposed to do when you're like that age and younger like yeah you missed out yeah do it yeah you got married (laughs) at 22 like go live your life and she like but she met him at 18 so like 17 or 18 i don't remember but yeah so her whole like young adult life (laughs) yeah so yeah she like meets john mayer and they date and then he would like break up with her you know, do it in these like random, really quick ways. She would say email, like email, or you know, like we're done, da, 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 and he'd be out of her life for a while, and then a couple months later he'd come back in and like oh, I'm really sorry, oh I just can't stay away from you, oh you're so amazing, and da, 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 da. and and then they date for a while, do it again, and then he would do it again, and this would like happen. I do remember how many times this happened, at least like three or four times, and then mm-hmm. she she talks about it happening one time. She's in London to see her sister. Her sister is in. Um, a, a stage performance of cabaret, I think, or something. And, you know, she's, she's there to see her sister star in the show. And then, like, John Mayer just randomly shows up in fucking London. And she's like, what the fuck is – you know, she's like, I think I saw John Mayer, like, outside. What? And then, like, sure <laughs> enough, later on that night, there he is. Just, like, weird – stalker nonsense like oh you're amazing I, i'm sorry i gotta be with you uh, and then like Ugh. then yeah all of a sudden he's out like she'd say something and he's gone and she talks about how she felt like i always had to be on i always had to say the right thing he was always like dissecting what you'd say and wanting to be like smarter than you and funnier than you and and judging how you were talking and, and she'd talk about i always was thinking about well what am i gonna say and how am i gonna say it and, and i'm just like Oh, girl. And he made her change her hair color. Yes, she dyed her hair for him. And I was like, oh, I remember this when she was brunette for a while. I remember. That was part of her John Mayer phase. So, yeah, John Mayer. And he's done this to a lot of women. So... I'm gonna Google a picture of him. I mean, I know what he looks like, but I just gotta see it before I... He looks like a Muppet when he sings. I don't get the appeal. Um, yeah, and but not even to get the appeal. Like, okay, like people can be like not the most attractive person, but they're still like a great person. Yeah. So, like, what about this? Like, does he have a big dick? Like, what is it that people are like? Ugh. He's not even like you know, he's not Justin Timberlake famous. So, like, what is it about him? I know, man. I do not get it. But then he like talks about her later in Playboy. You know, like, oh, she was like cocaine, like sexual napalm. I just, I it's just, it's gross. he's gross. I think he's a trashy. So yeah, the John Mayer stuff was so interesting. Um, he's I, just a trash person. He's a trash person. Stop supporting trash people. Ooh, this picture of him with long hair. Oh, it's so gross. I there's so much Ugh. to unpack in this book, you guys. It's so interesting. I was heartbroken for her on so many occasions. I think when she's uh, young and you learn that she was being molested, molested. by a childhood friend who 
was it was like a family friend their daughter who was a little older than her they'd go stay with these these her parents friends and for six years this went on this wasn't like oh oh this happened for six years this went on and it started when she was six and she internalized this and it just played havoc with her and she finally in the book she tells how she finally tells her parents one day when they're coming home from this place you know staying and she finally tells them in the car and their reaction to this is like heartbreaking they the mom is just like i told you something was going on and and like that's it they just never stay there again like no one ever they don't they don't they don't talk to her about it they don't say anything and then jessica she seems like a really kind and forgiving person she talks about how she later found out that that young woman was being sexually molested by another person. And that's how, like, especially someone that young, that's usually what's happening. And so she talks about, you know, that and how that must have affected this young girl and how she was taken. Mm -hmm. And then she talks about, you know, her younger sister, Ashley, and how she was so afraid it was going to happen to her and how she would, every time they'd stay there, she'd always sleep between this girl and her sister. But then also how when they'd go back home, she would, like, in the middle of the night go sleep with her sister because she would just get panic attacks and things like this in the middle of the night and how she'd go sleep with her sister so she would just feel like not alone and it just was Mm -hmm. so it's just sad sad and like how her parents never acknowledged to her what she said they probably had some guilt i mean i'm not making excuses for like you know anything like it just broke my heart it broke my heart i um I recently watched a documentary, docu- documentary. Um, it had to do with like, uh, I won't go into it, but it just, it dealt with like children, young women and children and being molested. And like, part of something that I really like took away from that is like, why like kids like don't speak out about it. And I was just like, well, and I they kind of like, th- like this too. Like she didn't like it, it kept, she kept letting it happen. And she didn't do anything about it. And so like, I feel like critics will be like, well, why didn't you say something? Or like, you know, people say it to women when they oh, yeah. say stuff like that. Like, why didn't you say it? Then it's just like, I, 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 I get it a little bit more, you know? Well, so. then she talks about how in high school she, and it was when she was starting to kind of like starting to sort of have a career a little bit, right? Like she didn't mm-hmm. have a big label or anything yet, but she was starting to kind of record and try to get out there. And she was, like, at a sleepover with a girl, and she shared that with the young woman of, like, mm-hmm. this is what happened to me. And then she was on the cheerleading squad, and then, like, the next week, that girl told that story, but as if Jessica was the one that did that to her. Mm-hmm. And then everyone at the school was like, you're a lesbian. Oh, gross. You're so in. And then she was being, like bullied and harassed and um like and I was like oh my god I didn't know any of that happened to her um Mm -hmm. and so she like stayed home from school for a couple weeks and um and then you know went back to school and kind of addressed it heads on but I was like that is so tragic too you you tell this story to somebody who you felt you could trust yeah you had never told this story to somebody and she she told this traumatic event to and then that girl turned around and used it, lied, said Jessica had done that to her, 
And oh my god, I just felt so bad for her, just like heartbroken at this mm-hmm. this young, like fifteen or sixteen year old girl at the time. You know, it's just like yeah. God. I mean, especially like so Awful. like situations like that i like now as an adult like i think back of like things that were like important to me in high school and it's just like fuck who cares but i also remember like being in high school and like how important you know like how what people said about you and I, so like i can still put myself back in that place and that's it's just a shitty time in life in general and, and then to have something like, so tragic right a, a horrible event that someone then turns around and uses mm-hmm. against you like Oh, right. I had so many layers, and then this would have been. She's a couple years older than us, not much, but a few. Yeah. So this would have been yeah. like mid nineties, right? Mm-hmm. Where to be like called a lesbian or something would have been. That's a big deal. A huge, exactly, like a really big. Deal. Especially because, like, part of her Texas. brand was like this, like Christian. Christian purity ring yeah she like her original like attempt was to be a Christian singer but her boobs were too big yeah she was just and I just well and that just that just goes by with this like toxic Christianity and like no sex till marriage ideology is um we can't like you know God made your body and that's how he made it like why can't we embrace that why is she being sexualized by a Christian music label and that's sick too I will say there were a couple instances she talks about that as she was like in her teens trying to do this right and going to all these different gigs and fair and doing this and her yeah. mom would just call that shit out and I was like yeah. oh mama yeah well in a way too like big picture like she wouldn't have been as famous as she is now if she would have been like a Christian oh, no. star so I mean like yeah like it probably worked in her favor but it's still a shitty thing like we can we can still call the shitty behavior out even though it's probably like in the long run, it probably worked out better. Worked out better for, her. for her, but yeah, it still it's like such bullshit. And I was, uh, but yeah, like her mom, you know, pastor's wife and stuff like that had been calling the shit out of like, my daughter's wearing the same stuff that that girl's wearing. What's the problem? Or why does she have to wear a vest when no one else? Is? And just, yeah, I was like, oh, okay. and the, the one, the one, another, like speaking of what she was wearing, the, uh, when she was, you know, kind of slowly making her like comeback area she um was on stage at well, i forget what event it was chili cook-off yes and she was performing and she had these je- i don't remember it too she had these jeans on and like people made fun of them called them mom jeans it was before like skinny jeans were a thing i think we were still wearing boot cut stuff and like people like media and just like other people just like ripped into her on like how fat she looked and how terrible those jeans were and in all reality when she that was being filmed she was a size four yeah yeah and like i wish i was that fat you yeah. know what i mean like i wish i was so fat that i was a size four actually i don't i don't i would look really weird as a size four <laughs> six feet tall and a size four like i could be hide behind a lamppost <laughs> just like stand behind the lamppost you'd look be, like, like a thin man i'd be very <laughs> terrified <laughs> I'll get a suit and like walk around. Yeah, like, oh shit. Well, Slender we all, Man. Yeah, Slender Man. That's what it is. Like, we <laughs> all dead. Man. Oh my God. <laughs> I'll get, that'd be my Halloween costume. But yeah, she's um, a size four. And this was like after time. I remember her talking book. She like come through a lot of like body image issues and it was like, it was a comeback for her after releasing like an album like later. And she was like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm feeling good. And she gets up and yeah, does this. And they like all they talk about for like, it was her mom jeans her mom jeans uh at this event and yeah she's a size four and and i will say she talks about body image a lot in this like she started taking diet pills at age 17 because when she signed 
the oh. what I can't remember his name head of the thing was like you need to lose 15 pounds now and she I remember mm. being like are you oh is this a joke no this is not a joke uh oh why do I need to lose 15 pounds because I just got signed for my voice like right what is going on so she, and do they tell and like do they tell male vocal artists that they need to lose 15 or like pounds? you need to you need to put on 20 pounds of muscle you know what I mean like you need a six pack yeah. you gotta bulk up um and maybe they do i mean that's still not okay but i just don't i guess you don't hear about that as much yeah. as like t- telling women you and know so what she, they need she to do. took like diet pills for like 20 years you know like mm-hmm. since she was 17 and so yeah this was like an unpart of her life where she was like i was kind of feeling good and then this happens and she's like and then she didn't go public and be like by the way i'm a size four well, and that's what she would have been critical she, then, too. Like, she probably would have been, like, being, well, you're not being a role model. Like, that's unattainable for young girls. Well, right, because she was like, I don't want to, she was like, I don't want it to be like, oh, my God, she's a size four and looks like that. Well, what, oh, well, fuck, I'm, like, a cow, right? I'm a size right. 10. What choice? Like, it was a conscious effort on her part to be like, well, I'm just going to let this ride. And I almost wonder, too, like, I wonder if, like, it was done on, per- like, vindictively or manipulatively, because we all know, we, you know, we look better in a picture from an upward angle. And, like, we take a picture from a lower angle. Oh, yeah. We got six chins and our, our, our tits are sagging and we look terrible. Well, that whole video was shot from, like, the ground exactly. of her up on stage. So it was a terrible, unflattering angle, but it still wasn't, like critical like common sense should tell you like that angle is kind of shitty i know right but we don't we don't that's not what the focus was you i know? mean this was pre-selfie time it wasn't common knowledge i don't know i don't know but the videographer should have fucking know how to well, sh- make yeah. a good shot i don't know so that's why i just wonder if there was like a little manipulative bullshit in there could have been they love to rip into yeah rip into the ladies does that make men feel better? Like men who like yes, the answer is yes. That, <laughs> they just yeah. I want to know. She's like talented if you're a dickhead. She's like if you're a dickhead man listening to this. Obviously, welcome, great. <laughs> but also, like, you. let me know like why you get a chubby for making women feel bad about themselves. Well, you know she's really pretty she is the like the classic american beauty right pretty and blonde and like she is talented and makes a lot more money than you do so of course you want to criticize her but i but i mean yeah yeah 100 percent. but also like it's not just jessica simpson and taylor swift people i mean i'm an average person and i deal with that with co-workers dicks heads being co-workers and like i know when i was gonna deal with them i would wear heels into work so i'd be six four looking down at them like what do you got to say now motherfucker yeah and i just so just in general like why do men get chubbies making women feel like shit because they know that we're better than they are and women who've been with men long term with men who make you feel like shit i want to know why like i want to know why jessica simpson Kept going back with John Mayer. Oh, like yeah. he's a shitty person. So what is the like? She and I'm not. I'm not mad at you. I'm not judging you like for doing it. I want to understand like what is it psychologically that make us women go back to shitty men who like. I mean, I'll be superficial. Like they're just shitty. Like 
I mean, yeah, he's kind of famous, obviously, but he's not attractive, and he's a sh- he has a shitty personality. He makes you feel bad. It'd be one thing if he was just like shitty towards other people and made you feel like a princess. Then eh, okay, maybe, but he's just a shitty person. What like what makes you want to be with that? Well, I think she talked about John Mayer a little bit of just like you 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 had to be like a smart person to be with him because everything you he said he was like judging for intelligence and for whatever reason you just like okay, I want to be that smart. Like I want to be that smart person. I want you. I, you know what I mean. Like it's just something yeah. where I want you. to And I guess too, like smart. she's she was younger then than I am now. So oh, like yeah, she's yeah, in her twenties. Like right. What the fuck do we know then? Yeah, and like honestly now, like like I come across those people like on social media and stuff like that, and you're just like, fuck. Like ninety nine percent of them are libertarians. And they're just at, they just want to make themselves sound good. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about oh, half yeah. the time. They just think they're they're just so much more woke than everybody else. When you're just talking out their ass, you're just uh, you're just uh, another white dude Republican who likes to smoke pot. Yeah. You're not special. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, speaking of trash heaps, it was so interesting. Also, reading about her marriage with Nick Lachey, I like. I didn't know much about him. You know what I know about Nick Lachey? I know that Nick Lachey has. House here in Cincinnati, and that he's married to Vanessa Lachey, who I'm like Vanessa and I think would be friends, and that's all I know about Nick Lachey. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember you wanting to like be friends with that's her. All I know. About. Uh, he was in 98 Degrees, right? Yes, he was in one of the boy bands. Degrees. Okay, that was the group because she like opened for them, and that's how she met him. Yeah. So well, that's kind of how Brittany met Justin. She opened for In exactly. Sync. Also, oh, damn. So Nick Lachey is also a trash person. I think he, he did is. not. He did not treat her well. Maybe he's better now. Vanessa seems like a nice person. I don't think she would. Put yeah. Up with you know, I'm. Sh- well, he was young too. He, he was, was like in his was. early twenties. Like, okay, sorry, mid twenties. Dudes, ninety nine point nine percent of dudes in their early twenties are all dick holes. Oh yeah, yeah. Looking to put their dick holes in different something in else. Holes. So yeah, he was. Like, it's not a hole. It's a potential place for space. It is not a hole, Whitney. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, he was in his mid twenties when they met, and then like twenty seven when they got married or whatever. So yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like not. But not I mean, she did rich, say that like what but... what like helped her like really fall in love with him is he was respectful of her Christian values and like wanting to wait for marriage to have sex, and he was like okay with that. He was fine with that. But I don't know. Yeah. What's your motives though? I think. Um... Yeah, it's I one don't get married and then have a reality. Don't get married just so you're allowed, so you're allowed to have sex. Like you are an adult, you're allowed to have sex with any other consenting adult that you want to. Yeah, you don't have to be married to do that. Yeah, you don't have to do yeah. that. Um, don't get married and then have a reality show for th- for three seasons too. Right, right. And like, how would you do that? Oh my god, because that is gonna betray a jerk. I know. I mean, Michael and I didn't really fight, but some of our like worst fights, fight couple was like shortly after we got married and we had been dating like almost 10 years, but like this changing things was like, okay, like it was real, real. You know what I mean? Like I couldn't imagine like filming a show during that like time. It's fucking awful. And there was obviously like insecurity, like male insecurity and just like childish behavior. 
Well, like, I think he was trying to like kind of like she then she got a more name famous. for himself. Yeah, she, yeah. She got more famous. She became the bigger name. Like originally he was, and then she surpassed. And I think that was hard exactly on him. Male, um, fragile male egos. Yeah. And then she was being asked to do photo shoots without him and do gigs without him. And that was not like uh, it's reading it. It was like, oh, this did not go well. This is probably Mm-mm. part of the reason this marriage did not go well. And then um, learning that like she basically had an emotional affair with Johnny Knoxville. What? <laughs> Which is so weird. Like, I just jackass. <laughs> I know. I was just like, I'm sorry. Okay. But he is more attractive. Right? What? He is more attractive than John Mayer. I'll give her that. I'm going to look him up now, too. I don't know. I'm going to have to see a side by side because when I. Th- Ooh. I don't know. I think he's got the weird eyes. I think he has like weird white trash crazy man eyes. Oh, because he's done a lot of cocaine. I'm 90,000% yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. And other other drugs. Yeah. But, I mean, mostly cocaine. Like, he's got cocaine eyes. Not that I know I'm an expert in cocaine. I've never done anything besides uh, marijuana in my whole I life. Have <laughs> I have to see what Johnny Knoxville uh, looks like now, too. Because I... Well, but that, no, no, but this wasn't this wasn't Johnny Knoxville now. I know, Johnny but Knoxville. I'm curious. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, mm. Okay, he's cuter than John Mayer. I mean, he's cuter than John Mayer, but John Mayer's not exactly setting the bar on... Um, That's true. It's pretty low. The best of the best. But, but yes, this one was very... Especially good. when John Mayer has his gross, greasy, long hair. He's a turd. He's such a turd. Um, yeah, I was so thrown by this. I was like, I'm sorry, Johnny Knoxville? What? But her talking about, like... Because she was filming Dukes of Hazard, which I also forgot was a thing. Because why would I ever remember that was? Uh, I don't think I've ever seen that. Oh, I haven't either, and I never will. But her talking about, you know, filming, and then you know, they'd go hang out afterwards, right? And this is why she was married. This was probably halfway or two-thirds into her marriage. So they'd be filming. And her talking about, like, they filmed, you know, on location. She rented a house. She had, like, her hairstylist and her friends and stuff. But... Nick wasn't there. Nick was doing mm-hmm. his own thing. And so she was like, this was like going to college. This was such a good time in my life. And you're like, of course it was because you, went, you didn't get that. You went from your parents' home to Yeah, to living with living Nick. With like Nick. she never had that. Yeah. So she's like, this was an amazing time. And we'd go out to bars afterwards and we'd just like drink whiskey and have these deep conversations. And I it was like so stimulating and I would talk about things we'd never talked before. And and she she was really open and honest about this being like i had an emotional affair with johnny knoxville we never did anything but mm-hmm. which doesn't um, make it okay yeah exactly she'd be like you know but i could see how i would want to he was married i was married and it was definitely an emotional affair when we got home we would write emails together and then i would like delete them so nick wouldn't see them you know like this was not okay behavior and my friends would be like what are you doing like what are you doing um and you know when we got divorced i thought maybe it would happen and it didn't um i was just like what johnny knox this was so surprising i'm like well i think of johnny knoxville i think of like him letting like little baby alligators bite his nipples exactly i'm just like oh 
okay. But she's like, so now I will easy. say this though. Okay, Johnny Knoxville. Some of these pictures, he has these like really thick black rim glasses. I know. On, I'm looking at one and too. he looks like he okay. Older Johnny Knoxville looks like a younger Jim Carrey. A little bit. A little oh. bit. Eh, a little bit but there's also a picture of him full gray and i just don't know what that's about like he oh, looks god. like my dad oh my god what did you see the one with like his full gray hair no but i'll send it to you i want to see this he looks like <laughs> what <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay well johnny so yeah that was like the most shocking uh relationship thing i just had no idea that that was the person she was involved with um, I want to know more after she finally gets divorced from Nick, which was a long drawn out divorce because uh, they didn't have a prenup. Exactly. Cause why would you? Cause it was true love. Dumb, dumb. Well, and it was because Christian marriage is forever. Exactly. Oh God. No. Not when you're that fucking rich. I mean, maybe I'm not saying well, it's not forever, that, but they weren't that rich, but when they got married, true. But, uh, no. Yeah, so I sent you. Dumb. I sent you the picture. Like you tell me, that doesn't look like Ron oh, with uh, black rim glasses on. Oh my god, that's hysterical. My <laughs> oh. daddy's Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> oh, that is bizarre. A oh, weird. Okay, I'm creeped out a little. Okay. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, I'm creeped out a little. Now I'm now I lost my my train of thought. Your train of thought. Uh, no, oh, well, their, her, their um, divorce was really long and drawn out. Oh, yeah. So when she finally does, she moves, you know, she buys her own house for the first time and she does what she wants. And it's in this, like, gated community where there's all these, like, single ladies she talks about who are, like, finding themselves. And she's like, I forget what she calls it, but, like, this community of women. I'm like, can we please have a book about that? Yeah. Where is this place located? She, like, mentions Cameron Diaz and Nicole Kidman, I think. And I was just like... I'm sorry, where is our book about this community? Oh my gosh, I forgot Nicole Kidman was married to Tom Cruise. Yeah. Like, before Katie Holmes was married to him. Yeah. Oh god, he's a creeper. If you want to talk about creepy. Oh shit, no. Talk about garbage file. (laughs) But I'm like, where's that book? I want that book of the community of, like, And they should have, like, weekend, like, travel packages. Exactly. I want to read that book, so... Jessica, if you're listening, which of course you are, please write a follow-up. Well, uh, and it can, be, in it can be like a fictionalized. You can change names and, and do stuff. That's fine. But I want to read yeah. about a gated community of newly single rich Women. famous ladies who just dumped their rich husbands who were famous, who were trash people. Like, I want to read about that. Who was Cameron Diaz married to? I don't, well, she time. wasn't married. Until, oh, she was a single. But it, I, I can't remember. Like, she's dated famous people. She dated well, Justin I know, Timberlake, I, I think, didn't she? And she dated some yeah. Oh, speaking of Justin Timberlake, yes. hold on. In the book, I have my note there. Okay, so Justin Timberlake kissed Jessica Simpson. Yes. And I don't know that it was, like, 100% like consensual, but he only... He, he did it because he had a bet with Ryan Gosling. Yes. That is trash male behavior. It was total trash male behavior. And he tells her, like, oh, we better. And this was, like, years after. Oh, I got to call Gosling because I bet him that I'd kiss you before he did. Mm-hmm. Gross. Yeah. So, Justin Timberlake, you've been called out also as a trash person. Everyone's been. Oh, my God. This is outside. But this is, like, the season of calling people out on their shitty behavior even if it happened 10 years yeah, ago i don't care 
I don't care. And I live for it. Like, oh my God. And some of like the people I really enjoy have been called out recently. Like, like Jenna Marbles quit YouTube for like maybe indefinitely, but at least for now. Oh, really? And that, yes. Because she used to do comedy sketches and she like portrayed like black women and stuff like that. Um, She did one of, I don't remember who, but yeah. So like, it was like, it wasn't blackface like we see in like old hollywood but she definitely like had super bronzed face and she was playing a black person you know yeah girl that's black and uh and and uh shane dawson has made like jokes about pedophilia and like they're getting they're getting roasted over it and they 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 need to apologize and make it right i'm not i mean just because i'm a fan of them doesn't mean i'm like ride or die about that kind of behavior fuck that no oh yeah no that's Blackface has been wrong for a long time. Yeah, it's not new. Yeah, this isn't like a new well, thing. Yeah. Like, and I think Shane Dawson has used, um, and he's a white dude, he's used like the N-word in comedy sketches too. Oh, what? No, dude. Yeah. There's no excuse yep. for that. Mm-mm. Okay, well, on that Sorry. note, side note. But just, it is like the season of people like getting called out for their bad behavior. Yeah. Male, male and female. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's fair. It reminds me a little bit of like it's almost um, what well, 2017 when like the Me Too movement really hit. Mm-hmm. It was even before then for Me Too. I don't remember. I think Me Too happened shortly like when Donald Trump became president. So it was like 16. But um, now it's almost like a like the same like we called people's behavior out then. Now we're calling people's behavior out for um like racial things and racial jokes and stuff like that, which. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay. Let me think of what else. Oh, here. Can we talk about her glitter cups, please? <laughs> well, sure. Like, Let's talk about the- <laughs> Girl. First of all, I think I know what these are. Because I think I've drank out of glitter cups. Not the way she drank out of glitter cups, because I was a child. But I, uh, Oh, girl. She has had some drinking problems over the yeah. years. And then you're kind of like, yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised by this after reading everything. Well, one of them was like a performance issue. Yes. Her. Oh, man. So she was asked to sing at like the Grand Ole Opry, I believe it was, to honor Dolly Parton. Right. Like, holy shit. Amazing. She was asked to sing 9 to 5 as one of her songs. It was like, it was filmed so it could be played on PBS for their like American experience. Like it's a whole thing. And mm-hmm. she it has been drinking like for a, a long time. All, the mm-hmm. whole time she's been there. She gets up to go. The whole packed house. Band starts. Goes. She forgets the stuff. Like, instead of practicing and rehearsing the night before, she's drinking. Instead of doing it that day, she's drinking. And she forgets the lyrics. And I'm just, you're like, you're reading this, and you're mortified for her. And she's like, yeah, I fucking forgot it all. Didn't prepare, mm-hmm. didn't do anything, got up there in front of everybody, in front of Dolly, in front of everybody, forgot the yeah. lyrics. And so she gets off, like, she just runs off stage, you know? Just books it. Well, yeah. Mortified. And, um... The, you know, the stage manager comes back and is like, hey, we can refilm it once everybody's left. So it'll at least make it into, like, the PBS special. Okay. Yeah. 
So she's trying to get her shit together. And Dolly Parton, God love her, she talks about this in the book. And it's so sweet. You know, she's like, there are people in this world who are just the kindest people who could Mm -hmm. just basically be like, you're an asshole and you deserve this. But no, not Dolly. She comes back to the dressing room and is just like, you know what? I wrote that song and I still forget those lyrics. You know what I mean? Just this Mm -hmm. kind, like everything you think Dolly Parton will be. She is. She is, like, real life. Yeah. You're just like, thank God, Dolly Parton is exactly what I want. Uh, and then, you know. Which is kind of refreshing. Right? And and then this is, like, her day. Like, it's about honoring her. She didn't have to come back there. She didn't have to go make this woman who clearly, like, is probably a little. Was disrespectful, yeah, essentially. Like, fucked up and is probably obviously a little drunk because she's been drinking for a really long time. Right, and if Dolly and, wanted to be pissed about it, she has every right to be pissed about yeah, it. Yeah, or just be like, well, okay. You know, she didn't know what was going on. No, she takes the time. She goes back there. She talks to her. Don't worry about it, honey. You know, I love you. You're fine. Never met this one. Fine. But then she goes back and she she goes to try to film it, and she just can't do it. And you're just like, oh, this is so bad. And you think that would be like a, maybe you should stop drinking. This might be, uh, yeah. but it's not. Well, she's sober now. She is. She is. But now. I mean, that wasn't from that incident. That wasn't like the final straw for her. No. And she had many. But she talks about like missing like days, like missing Halloween or missing Christmas because of just like her drinking problem. Like vodka with flavored Perrier and a glitter cup. Good to the rim. To the day. Like, and that's how I start my morning because I have to. Because. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've been tempted to, like, okay. go to work with some Baileys in the coffee, but not, like, full straight alcohol in my glitter cup all day. Like, yeah. no. Like, starting your morning. <laughs> okay. Like, that's a bad sign, girl. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that one, like, oh, that sticks with you. But it was nice to know that Dolly Parton was, like, the exact human what kindness you think, she would you think be? she'd be. <laughs> and I guess, but so, like, I don't know. I really like, I don't know. Because it's, like, it's exactly how you would think Dolly Partner would be, and then that's how she is. Like, that was refreshing yes. for me. And then they end up working but, later. Like, she does a country album, and Dolly Parton is like, I would love to write songs with you. And she's like, oh, my God, really? After I fucked up your, <laughs> your like, After I fucked up special your night. And she's like, honey, of course. Um, so yeah and like she talks so openly like that's a huge thing and no one would have had to have known she fucked it up because it didn't even make the special you know what I mean like right you were supposed to be and she like talks so openly of like I fucked this up I fucked this up horribly I was drunk I should have been practicing I should have been rehearsing and no I was just like drinking she's kind of took it for granted was young and (sighs) selfish and it happens yeah and I'm just like that is so mortifying oh my god like I'm sick to myself. But it's also, but it also shows like her growth as a person, like owning it though too. Yeah, and she talks about um, like her wake up call is a Halloween party they have every year, and being at mm-hmm. this Halloween party and like starting her day off and drinking, and it just it like she is overwhelmed and like she couldn't even take part in this Halloween party. All the stuff she had planned, she just like took the picture they normally take and then like disappeared. Like, she couldn't. She just had a breakdown. Just a complete breakdown. And her friends were, sad. like, um, like they were getting ready to stage an intervention for her. And they were like, okay. And she, she was like, it's time. I gotta, I gotta clean my act up. So she says she's been sober since. I would like to believe her. 
Like, yeah, good for no her. reason not to yeah, right now. Like, so I, I hope for her. I mean, it's like she's in a good for how honest that. she is. Like, I kind of take her for a word for on that until like I have a reason not to. Yeah. I have no reason to distrust Jessica Simpson. You yeah, know I mean? like, <laughs> good for her if she's just like, nope. I was it was I was spiraling out of control. I wonder sometimes if people think I was an alcoholic because, like, I'll be with a group of friends, like, drinking, and I typically don't drink. I just don't, I don't know. I can't I wonder if people I'm old now, so. Yeah. Like, I mean, I have some wine. Sometimes I do, and sometimes I do, right? But, like, I wonder if, like, a casual friend, like, I know, like, close friends obviously Maybe. don't. I've been, like, shit-faced with them. But, like, <laughs> dude, <laughs> sometimes I'm just, like, it's not worth it. It's not. Like, I'm going to get a headache. Like, just give me the water give me water or sometimes i want a coke but sometimes i just want like my water with lime especially when it's gross out like i think i said this to linda and greg recently or whatever and i was like they're like you want something to drink or you want something to try linda was trying to get me to try a drink at her house i was like no she's like just try it i was like no i was like it is too hot to drink and her and greg were like uh said no one ever and i'm like i think it is i'm like sometimes i just want ice water yeah i like almost never drink because it's just I'm either going to get a headache almost instantly or mm-hmm. I'm going to feel like nauseated and hungover even though I have not gotten drunk or tipsy or anything. I go from feeling fine to instantly shit. Like it never fails. Alcohol just does not sit well with me anymore. So, and like for me too, like I have enough, I have enough like sleeping issues without adding bullshit to the scenario. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not getting anything out of alcohol anymore. Like, Mm-mm. I will. Don't worry, I can still go out and act like an ass without alcohol. We're yeah. good. It's sometimes, I sometimes I do drink, but like also sometimes like I need a Coke from McDonald's. Exactly, that's what I need because that is God's gift to humanity. It is. It is. It is not. It is not uh, waiting for marriage for sex. It is McDonald's Coca Cola. That's the true. The true <laughs> testament. Praise Jesus. Let's see. Ooh. Oh, we didn't talk about her, like, being a businesswoman. I know. I was just going to say that. Like, also. <laughs> we both like, oh. <laughs> also, so, like, okay, the Jessica Simpson clothing line, right? Like, we've all seen it. And done it. I think I had, like, a coat of hers or something. I don't know. It's one of these things, like, you never know. You, you don't buy it you, because it's her brand. You buy it because you liked exactly. it. Like, you don't really realize it. Like, like, I have, I have, I have like, a pair of shoes. Oh. You're like, okay. Oh, it's just a good. Oh, okay. Cool. All right. Although I almost did buy um some uh Ivanka Trump she, or Trump shoes at DSW on the clearance rack. And I saw the name in there. I was like, nah. Yeah. Good girl. Come back. <laughs> yeah. I was like, nah. But yeah. Jessica Simpson. It's like one of those things where you always be like, oh. And you pick it up like, oh, it's a Jessica Simpson thing. Okay, fine. So like I'm aware right. of it. Whatever. She she talked about her the business and how that came about. Whatever. Dude. Had no Oops. idea. She billion was dollar company billion with a b i was like girl mm-hmm. you go girl i know shit like well done jessica simpson mm-hmm. fuck you nicholas shay and john mayer yes like, god damn straight to hell billion dollar business in that that just blows my- and she's talking about it and she is like not just like a figurehead she's very Involved. creative like aspect of it yeah yeah and her mom and her like are very creative on this and um we gotta come up with our billion dollar business whitney i had no idea no idea so yeah i'm i was blown away by that and like yeah 
Mad respect. I mean, a lot of celebrities have their line. It just got their fucking name on exactly. it. Exactly. They're not really like doing stuff. Mm-hmm. But she's like, they just got paid to be a part of it for their notoriety. Exactly. No. But she like built it. She built it. She yeah. She talks about that whole process of how you know we found somebody and um, built it from the ground up and you know didn't license just the name because we didn't want to do that and um, mm-hmm. yeah. I was impressed. I had no idea. Yeah. So good for her. Exactly. I was mad respect for Jessica Simpson on that front. Um, was there anything that you just like really like didn't like about her? Not about like the stories. Obviously, we didn't like the like she was Melissa. We didn't like this. Yeah, I mean the heartbreaking things for her. I was, you know what? No, I really, um, I loved listening to her read because there were moments where. She got like emotional, like emotional. you could just hear it. I really enjoyed listening to her read it. This would be a really well, good... she's like kind of reliving some of like sh- really shitty times in her life. Yeah, I you're allowed to be emotional, I guess. You know, I loved listening to her read it. I got a whole new like just respect and appreciation for her and all the hard work no. she put in trying to be a singer at you know such a young age and mm-hmm. uh, you know her faith is really important to her I'm an atheist I don't give a shit but it's really interesting to listen to her talk about that and how she grew up with that and how you know in a way that was hindering and caused some of these issues yeah. for her right like mm-hmm. uh, it caused a lot of it caused her to get married way too early to someone she really didn't probably wouldn't have got married to if she could have just had a normal relationship with him yeah um, I think it caused the way the molestation was handled. I think it caused a lot of body issues before. I just, I think it caused a lot of pain. Honestly, I feel like a lot of like strong Christian backgrounds when it comes to molestation, like it's always handled internally mm-hmm. for people. Like this wasn't handled at all. Handled but, so, but so many times it's like, well, it's like they, you know, punish them through the church and stuff like that. Like, oh, Jesus, Mary. Yeah. No. Um, call the cops i don't care if it comes from a good family or not i don't fucking care yeah here you call the cops you're a criminal. um but yeah i think it was interesting to see that and how that kind of has gone through her whole life and uh her relationship with her dad and how that you know he's her manager for so long i and think her dad she, i don't like her dad. i don't like her dad either um i kind of thought like oh it was just like like a like, you got to separate him out. But even when he's just dad, he's still kind of shitty. Not kind Dude, of, he is. When he, I was so pissed. I was so pissed when she's talking about when he comes to tell her that her mom and his, her mom and him are getting a divorce after thirty. What do you? Why? Why was he that? He t- oh. chose to do it when she is in the hospital, getting ready to have her first child what the actual fuck is wrong with you it's so selfish like he was trying to be like the center of the the like you know what i mean like you're coming to see her and you tell her now she is she's having a child any emotional energy yeah she doesn't have any extra emotional energy to like give to his situation like fuck off like i was so like that's so selfish i was so that's so selfish yeah i was like i 
and she's like crying and so upset. That's almost like narcissistic. Like because his like because she's giving birth, so like the baby and her are obviously the center of attention. So he had to like make it about him by like being the center of attention again. Yeah, it's like you you couldn't hold off on telling her this for like a week until after she said the baby and got back home and settled. Why did you have to tell her now? She can't comfort you. She can't. Do- and so yeah, she's just like I'm sitting here sobbing because I am like shocked and upset and her oh by the way now i need to go give birth for the first time which is already terrifying and right yeah um i was so livid i could have like reached the book and castrated him i just was like what you're her father you're supposed to do everything you can to like protect her just because people are fathers i know it just was like it blew my fucking mind i oh yeah yeah um i wonder what he thought about this book I don't know, because I feel like she could have really told a lot more, really. Uh, yeah, about him like he should be lucky that that's all Yeah, it was. I feel like that. You should be lucky she didn't talk more about you than she did, honestly. I think she mm-hmm. was pretty kind with him, really. Yeah. Um, you know, she talks about... She told a lot of stuff as, like, the factual basis with her dad, not necessarily about... She didn't really, like, lean into, like, how she felt about situations. It was just, like, this happened, but she doesn't... Like, other things she goes into detail, like, about emotionally, but with dad stuff, it was kind of, like, this happened. Yeah. Yeah. So she could have, like, highlighted, like, how it made her feel more, you know? she does a little... But, yeah, I'm like, I think she was... But not as much as, like, other things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I... Dad is gay, frankly. Um, and I don't think, yeah, I think she's very kind to him more than he probably mm-hmm. deserves. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think it was so enjoyable and so good. And Yeah, I recommend it. Yeah. I recommend it. And if she, I don't, I'm like, I don't know if she had a ghostwriter or help or whatever, um, or if she wrote it all herself. But if she wrote it all herself, she's, she did a good job. I think it was real, well written. Mm-hmm. two thumbs up four mine included yes and do the audiobook listen to her read yes yes so oh yeah well, i found a couple like like the books we've read a couple of times um i've almost i've liked the audio version better because a couple books i've done like both um so i really I, I didn't read this one but i really liked the audio version of this book i also really liked uh what was the book it was your pick. Um, she was uh, oh, American Spy. Yeah, I really yeah. liked that. Um, the narrator was really good. Yes, it was really good. Yeah, that yeah, she was excellent with voices. That woman was really good. Yeah, <laughs> she was. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Well. Um. Any any uh tiny joys, Miss? Yes, I have started oh, watching oh, oh. on Hulu. Padma Lakshmi from uh top chef fame right oh yeah yeah yeah. she has a show on hulu that just started uh called taste the nation it is so good she travels around all over the country talking to different communities about their food right she being like what is american food okay like it's just an amalgam of immigrants food that we've taken and made and put it into you know american yeah. cuisine um so i've watched i don't even know how many of the episodes they it's just Aww. really good there's one about um 
Gola, Gola, it's, which I love Gola food. Joey and I have eaten Gola food every time we go down to like Charleston. Um, and, and I love it, but this like delves into the culture and stuff too, which I didn't know as much about. So that was fascinating, especially in this like climate and time. It's just a really, it's just really beautiful and lovely to watch and see, and I can't recommend it up. Um, and then there's an episode on indigenous food. So she's out West talking to the, uh, Navajo and Apache and like, what is the indigenous food? And what was it? What looks like it? What are you trying to do, you know, with food sovereignty? And it's really good. So I am, I probably watched eight episodes and then she obviously does one on like Indian food because she grew up in Jackson Heights. Um, and she's Indian. Um, and that's a really good one as well. She cooks with her mom and they talk about that. Oh, and that's kind of sweet. It's really sweet. And they like go through some stuff at Jackson Heights. And um, yeah, it's so enjoyable. She's really fun. I like her a lot because she it's like she's a full of shit. You know what I mean? It's like it's not like she's like a <laughs> yeah. just like a host. She's like, I don't know. Like she's she like is hands yeah. on and she does shit and she like cooks with everybody she meets and like um and she also is like, I like her because she's a badass feminist and I love that. Um, so can't recommend it enough. Taste the Nation on Hulu. Nice. I'll check it out eventually. Yeah, whatever. After taxes. After taxes. <laughs> after, I feel like I have a factory in my basement right now. Well, and after taxes. After taxes or when you're like, you know, doing factory work, you can put it on and listen. That's why I'm, I'm on. I just started um, last night. I started my absolute favorite season of Gilmore Girls. I've started from I didn't start from the beginning. I stopped from where you had left off on my Netflix. That's account. where I picked up when I came home too. where I had left off. Where we had left off. Yeah. Oh, OK. <laughs> yeah. So. I saw, of course, I've skipped my I skipped my episodes that I skipped. Yes, so. I skipped those same ones. Oh, I feel like there was one more. So I always say I skip um, the deer. I skip when Roy goes to New York, and then I there was yeah, one I more that, that I just one. recently skipped. I don't remember which one it was though, but I was just like, eh, don't like it. Yeah, I forget I what it the was, New York though. one. I skipped the deer one, and I did skip one too that just came up, and I was like, I don't want to watch this one, and I can't remember I which one it is either. I don't either. Oh well, doesn't matter. No. Oh, it's when Jess goes to California. Oh, yeah. I skipped that one, too. Because it's, like, totally different. Because it was supposed to be, like, a spinoff. It didn't happen. Yeah. But it's just, like, the whole setting is just weird. Like, even the lighting, the structure yeah. of, like, how it's just different. I'm like, I don't care. I'm bored. Yeah. I skip it. Yeah. Oh, but I will say, I think I told you this, too. That, like, I um, am seeing Jess differently this time around. I, I don't know. No. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh... Well, what we're just got to do, we just got to season five. So um, Logan's just like, she's still mad at Logan. Actually, the episode I'm on is the in, in Omnia Paradis episode. Oh, that's okay. Which is one of my favorite episodes, just because it's just pretty. It really, I mean, it's just pretty. It's very pretty. <laughs> um, so uh, Tiny Joys. I have two. Well, I have a Tiny Joy and a shout out. How's that? Okay. Um, my Tiny Joy is, so I have become... Just like, give me the information. Give me the information. I want to know about things more. Because I think I think also, too, like, I wasted a good part of the first part of my year with just, like, it's really bad depression and just, like, not being able to get out of the funk. And so, like, I don't know. But anyway, so there's this YouTube channel, and it's called Legal Eagle. And he's a lawyer. Uh, but he, like, he breaks down, um, like, mainstream legal issues and to, like, bite-sized things so that like 
we can understand it better and i love it like you know talking about like the mueller cases and stuff like that and it just like puts it into um to really understand like what the what that like what the climate is in washington dc with impeachments and all these other things and i have been loving those i don't know why i know it seems kind of boring but it's great i love it um so check it out i would at least watch episodes um and then shout out to uh, my friend sophie who lives in uh the uk she lives in reading and we had recently or not recently you and i had read the book miss you uh a couple of months ago with by kate eberlin we loved it we both really liked that book um she had another book uh just recently came out but it was only released right now it was released in canada and the uk i had it ordered through amazon canada but they canceled it and so sophie actually um ordered two copies of her new book of kate's new book only you and she got them uh sent to us so we are excited about that book so i wanted to thank her for getting those it is sweet and awesome and also like more than so that she just did the favor, she also won't let me pay her back for I it. Know, so it's just like so total sweet. kindness. Yeah. And you know, like international shipping is not cheap. Two new release books is not cheap. You know? Yeah. So. But I'm also, oh, it's so cute on the back. It has an impact. Like usually when we have a book, it says like America, US and Canada. On the back, it has like, you know, $8.99 in pounds, which sounds really cheap, but it's because the pound is more than the than uh, US currency. But like our books are like, $12 and up, $8.99. Yeah. But I'm interested to see, like, if this is, because it was a British book, but I'm wondering if it is, like, more, like, I'm wondering if it's edited differently for Americans and, like, we got, like, the really British version. Because, oh, like, yeah. Harry Potter was different sometimes. I'm sure there's terms and phrases. Speaking of Harry Potter, yes. how do you feel? Does Harry Potter still have an author or does she just not exist to you anymore? Um, <laughs> She doesn't really exist. I know. I agree. Yeah. She's not a person. Like, I still... I have all the books. You know, I bought them so long ago. Yeah. And, um... No. There's books that I like, like I once I like a book that I read and I it affects me. Like I'm not getting rid of it. Like I won't get rid of like Miss You. Like I just, I really like that book. There's books that I'll read and pass on. There's some books I have to keep. Oh yeah, yeah. I bought the. I mean, they were gifted to me when I was in high school, right? Like I mean, mm-hmm. it was 20 years ago. So it's not. It's like, well, they've already been bought. It's done. Um, right. And. Lorelai is so interesting. She wants me to, like, I've started reading the first one and, and things like that. I'm not gonna, okay. like, I'm not gonna ban Harry Potter from the house. Because it's it's black magic. It's wizard. Right. <laughs> because of J.K. Rowling's problematic statements on, you know, trans Yeah, but I think people, almost you can almost use those when she's a little bit older and can understand. Like, you can use those as, like, teaching Exactly. Too. I can... Like, you know, it'll definitely lead to conversations. We can still read Harry Potter and enjoy Harry Potter and not be... We can talk about problematic things of... I mean, I already talk about... I think she was like, can I watch... Can I watch Beauty and the Beast or something? And I was just like, you mean You're like, Stockholm let me talk about Stockholm Syndrome. Syndrome. Yeah, I was like, oh, uh, we were out like doing something. And I was just like, uh, I need to. Uh, okay, here's Stockholm Syndrome and the Beast. And she was like, what? I was like, we'll, we'll have a conversation in the car. 
Like, so the conversations will be had. Yeah. Like, Which is fine. That's, yeah. That's just where we are. <sighs> so, anything else? No. All right. Then you can find us on Instagram at Platonic Life Mates. We have our Facebook page, Platonic Life Mates. We have a Facebook group. Platonic Life Mates Adult Lady Friends Coven. You can, of course, email us at Platonic Life Mates singular at gmail.com because some bitch took our uh, plural version of that email. That and, of course, our website, platoniclifemates.com. As always, um, please like, share, review our podcast that's how podcasts grow we um had our first hate comment on instagram i was so excited like someone took notice of us and didn't like us she was very excited and then uh once she was responded to very nicely she decided to delete her comment but i still was excited to get a hate comment like oh yeah (laughs) um definitely if there's a topic you would want to discuss uh Pretty much nothing is off limits except for like Nazi support propaganda and like pro Trumpery. But anything else outside of that is probably pretty much okay. I mean, we've talked about what we stick inside of our vaginas when we're on our period. So there's not a lot we won't talk about. Yeah. (laughs) Anything else, Whitney? No, I think that sums it up. (laughs) All right. Well, you have a great evening, Whitney, and everyone else have a great day or evening. Yeah. Bye. Bye.